man, what is up, everybody? It is time once again for the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. It is October 5th. And then on October 5th, he asked me what day it was. And I told him it was October 5th, which is not quite right. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to think that the October 3rd thing from Mean Girls is funny, but it's at least one more day, so that's what we're doing now. It is a beautiful summer day here in the middle of fall in the Northeast. It is pushing 80 degrees uh, already. Let me just double check where we're at. Uh, no, I lied. We're at 79 degrees here in Melville. So, yay me! I have to say, uh, after spending roughly 10 days in what I would consider to be proper fall weather, uh, most of last week and the week before that, we had a soccer game in Deer Park on Sunday at 420. Yeah, yeah, the girls laughed at that too, which says everything you need to know about drugs in our country. But it was also the hottest soccer game I feel like I've ever been at because it was direct sun with no wind. The refs even gave them a water break. Yo, it was October 1st, bro. <laughs> like, man. Man, oh man, oh man. That was that was a warm day. I was uh, actually just out before I had to drop Van Jose off at Mavis to get uh, an oil change and tire rotation because Carfax told me to. And I uh, decided to walk back uh, by way of Gregory's, I might add, where I got myself a Hall & Oates coffee. Now, I am generally a black-on-black kind of coffee. I like espresso. Uh, and that is like my thing. Espresso, iced espresso. I, my my go-to drink generally whenever I'm like at a Starbucks or something is a quad espresso, which is about as espresso as you can get, or a nitro cold brew. Both of those things uh, are exactly uh, black coffee. I will say the last time I met Jimmy for coffee, I got a nitro cold, nitro cold brew, and he got a nitro cold brew with sweet cream, and I immediately thought less of him. <laughs> Which is funny and completely hypocritical because I got a Hall & Oats today, which I like only, like, it has milk in it, which I don't really care for, uh, especially, it's oat milk too, so it's like, is it milk or is it just nut jizz? I think it's nut jizz. But also, uh, but it has a cinnamony flavor, which is what I actually like. I like the cinnamon in. I'm not a, a cinnamon. I am not a white girl, so I do not, uh, I'm not allowed by law to drink pumpkin spice. Uh, so I do like the cinnamon, though. And I will put cinnamon in my espresso at home. But, like, anybody that's ever added powdered cinnamon to coffee knows that basically that just becomes coffee and powdered cinnamon. And that's fine, but it doesn't really, like, blend in. So I happen to like the whole notes. I'm hoping to actually be, be out of that phase pretty soon because it's just not my thing. But uh, it is... Yeah, so the chat is... Okay, that's fine. Chat, chat is alive and well, fully critiquing. That's but I'll probably be out of that phase soon. I, I go through phases like that, and it's cool, because a lot of times it helps me be, to like just do them and get out of them and, uh, and just be done with them. And uh, By the way, I'm still looking for a new wing place. I don't think I posed that to the chat here. Uh, this will be important for local people kind of in the, the middle part of the island. I am done with wings over uh, several weeks ago at this point. Uh, I had gotten an order from there. Uh, we had had that uh, for dinner, and it was just, it was such garbage. Like, and it's been going steadily downhill, uh, like, for a really long time. But now it's just complete garbage. And I even, like, sent in a message being like, hey, man, like, I'm a pretty, like, reliable customer, and you're doing a really crap job, and I just didn't hear back from anybody. So obviously they don't want my money. 
So I am looking for a new wing place, uh, if anybody happens to know one. I'm thinking like the 110 Corridor or anything around there. Uh, all recommendations are welcome. I know there's a couple like Toxic Wings, which you can get at other places like Dun- Dunkin' Donuts and has like a really high rating, but you know, uh, Pizza Hut has a high rating too, and I'm not interested in that. So, what I really want is Evenflow to come back so I can just eat their wings, but apparently that's not going to happen, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so if anybody's got wing recommendations, just throw them in the chat 99wnrr.com. I'll check them out. Uh, let's please keep them to Long Island. I'm not driving to Massachusetts or New Jersey for wings, not on purpose. I mean, I'm not saying I won't ever, but I'm certainly not going today, so I need a permanent solution to my problem. Uh, but anyway, so I went up to Mavis today, and I, I've been going there for a very long time for simple stuff, um, anything tire, brake, or oil change related, because it's just, it's super easy. Like, it's a, it's a seven-minute walk back for me, so I like, don't even need a ride. But I've been going there for years, and it used to be really, really, really good, and they had a really good manager there. It was funny. He was like this older dude. His name's Marty, because that's what you name older dudes. And he was just such like an old ball-busting guy, like he just was. But he got the job done, and he kept the troops kind of in line there. And, and it's just been going steadily. To, like, he retired once, and they begged him to come back, and he came back for a little while, and then he was able to retire again. But, like, I went up there today, and it's like the oldest person there is, like, 24 years old. And, like, I don't have anything special. Like, it really went in for an oil change and a tire rotation. But I did mention, uh, listen, on the van, if you don't know this, uh, you might not know this if you don't own a van or work in an auto repair shop, but a lot of the vans, like the 350 that I have, the tire pressure is different in the front than the back, and that's mainly because the back needs to be able to carry a load. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll, I'll grow up one of these days. It's uh, probably, it's just... It's always a no! Yeah, you know how. Anyway, um, so it's 60 PSI up front, 80 PSI in the back. And actually to tell them, because when you rotate the tires, you actually like kind of swap them out. And if you don't change the air pressure in them and retrain them, when you go to retrain the tires so the car knows which which tire is flat or low when it's flat, uh, the, t- the car just freaks out. So I was telling them that, and like they didn't know that. And it's like, I don't think you should be working in a tire place if you don't know that. And the fact that they didn't have a manager on shift, like just maybe like I handed my keys to them and I was like... Let's hope for the best, because now I'm feeling like I'm going to get the oil pan stripped, the tires are going to be all wrong, and it's just like, man, I just don't have time to bother. Like, I'm not going to bring them anything serious anymore. They've screwed me on that, so I know better than to bring uh, anything serious to, like, a Mavis or Firestone or whatever. Like, I realize they're grade C mechanics at best, so they just stick to the stuff, basically stuff I can do. Like, I can do an oil change and top off fluids and rotate the tires. I just don't have a lift, and I don't have two hours to do it, but, like... I swear to God, the fact that, like, I'm worried about my van is just really pathetic, so now I have to find something else, but that's going to be a harder thing than finding wings, because I can actually go without eating wings, and honestly, I probably should go without eating wings, um, but I cannot go without getting oil in my van, so I don't know why I started telling you that, but I, I will take your wing recommendations in the chat if you have them. Um, so a little housekeeping. I printed out a lot, a lot of stuff going on this week, like lots. Uh, a lot of stuff actually going on with me this week that I opted to, like, not even bother talking about because it's just, it's not worth it. It's me complaining about it, and who gives a shit, right? Like, really not anybody at all. Uh, but there is a brand new Top 20 out, and I actually have the right form this week because I actually did my job. Uh, it talks about building things with intention. 
Uh, and I talk about how I can save money on IQ tests just by seeing what people's stance on Ukraine is. I have more to say about that. Um, shocking, I know. Uh, breathing is important. Miller Lite at the Neon Skyline. Uh, I can't think of a better beer for such a glitter band than that uh, No Skin in Game. How nice that was to actually just go to a show that could have been a complete disaster for all I care because it has nothing to do with me. It's kind of a nice little break. And uh, then I can talk about like how some of the other things really just aren't shaping up. Although I do have to kind of start working on the Unplug show um, uh, December 8th at uh, Nostalgia. We're going to be doing that. I am scouting out some other location ideas with some help, uh, which is awesome to actually have some help. So thank you for that. Um, more details on that when I get a chance to like kind of really uh, assess things. I do have to talk to Jimmy too, uh, and that is harder than it seems. <laughs> uh, harder than it would seem. Um, so Bacon is my podcast, full interviews with Kyler from uh, from the Muckrakers. If you're interested, most people probably know Kyler from the local scene, so check that out. Uh, discussions and drinks. I did not get a chance. It's uh, last week's Neon Skyline show. Uh, probably on my walk up to Mavis. I'll give it a listen. Later, if I get a second, um, Stranger TV content, uh, Mr. Waterbury has his after sessions where he sort of just talks about why he did or how he did the uh, What Would Waterbury Do. Um, I will say we have a uh, drum playthrough for Side Out featuring our own Monkey Man uh, Noodle. Uh, it is going into post-editing because we've made some decisions about it at last practice that we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna add to it a little bit, but the drum part is actually done, so that'll be out pretty soon. Not to step on Waterbury's moment, but it's my show, so that's what we're gonna do. Uh, but you can check out the Waterbury thing now. That's on Stranger TV, as is all these other things. Uh, don't forget Rebel Nine. We'll be playing at Mister Beery's on October twenty seventh. Please mark your calendar. It's going to be a hell of a good time. So, um, what do I want to talk about? Well, there's two things. Right? There's two things going on in the news, uh, kind of all political, politics, and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, the chat's a big fan of Kyler. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to say yes and reserve the rest of what I have to say about Kyler when, um, if you want to ask me in person, I can tell you. Um, but uh, I've been working with Kyler on and off for things for years at this point. Uh, and we're probably going to throw together a show with Rebel 9 and Muckrakers in 2024. Um, just because we can't get our schedules we're together, we're probably going to just just land something and just do it. Um, but yes, so... Right, so a couple things that are going on uh, in politics in, in D.C. Uh, the first of which, which should be no surprise to anybody, is they vacated the office of Speaker of the House this week. Now... If you don't know what that means, the Speaker of the House is basically the leader of the House of Representatives. He's the one in charge of the House. He or she is the one in charge of the House of Representatives. The last Speaker we had was Nancy Nancy Pelosi, uh, who was uh, Speaker before and after John Boehner, even though if you read it as written, it's John Boner, which I always thought was funnier. Um, but Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House forever, and she was very good at it. If you didn't like her, that's fine. I'm not a particular Pelosi fan. But she did run the House incredibly well. Uh, but now the Speaker of the House, it's usually the, the elected person of the majority party, is going to be a Republican, probably. Uh, and that was Kevin McCarthy, who, in my opinion, is the absolute worst Speaker of the House that we've had in, in my entire lifetime. Um, and we've had some doozies. 
Uh, but he was absolutely the worst, mainly because he was such a pussy about things and pandered so hard to get the job and kept losing. It took 15 votes for him to finally get the job. Every single time, he gave up more and more and more power. And now, finally, the thing that got him the speakership, the, the, the final capitulation that got him the speakership, was this ability to basically vote to vacate the office if other people in the party felt like doing so. And that's exactly what happened. Matt Gates, when he isn't busy raping and sex trafficking people in northern Florida, decided that he really hates Kevin McCarthy. And that's true. Matt Gates is a huge Trump ally and hates Kevin McCarthy. And has been basically a thorn in his side this entire time. And now because Kevin McCarthy worked with Democrats to avoid a shutdown, Matt Gates decided he doesn't like him enough to actually vacate the House. And it only took eight Republicans to get him out. Right? There's over 200 Republicans and over 200 Democrats, but these eight Repu- Republicans are the ones that made the decision. And the reason they did this, and you might hear all kinds of other things in the news, but the reason he did this... Is because Kevin McCarthy was trying to avert a a government shutdown. Now, there are lots of people that think a government shutdown would be a good idea. These people are morons, and they don't understand anything about economics. First of all, the the full faith and credit of the United States government, the reason that sentence even sounds familiar is because the world at large believes in the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Because the U.S. government is not going to fall, and the U.S. government is not going to default on its debts. By not raising the debt ceiling means that we will not be paying our bills. Now, if anybody in my listening audience has ever not paid their electric bill, I grew up dirt poor. So we spent plenty of time not paying our electric bill, not paying our gas bill, not paying our cable bill, not paying our phone bill. Who knows what happens when you do not pay your electric bill? Anybody? Right. They shut off your power. And the reason they do that is because you're defaulting on on your payments, right? You are now a bad credit risk. And for anybody that's ever had trouble later in life trying to buy a house or a car and they see like, oh, man, you haven't even paid your electric bill. Fortunately, I did not have that problem by the time I was an adult because uh, my mom had a different last name than me. So blah, blah, blah. Ipso facto, I'm your boss. But also, it goes against you like a big black mark. And in what it, what it ended up happening because of the last almost shutdown was uh, Fitch downgraded the U.S. US bond rating from AAA to just AA or AA plus, which means our interest rates go up, which does not help with inflation. So if you think it doesn't really matter or doesn't affect anything, it affects you directly because it costs us more money to pay back our debt, right? Like you may not want to have so much debt, but we have so much debt. And generally speaking, and this is the part that I find super funny, the people that want to like not pay for the debt like they're the same people that like don't want to like you know wipe out like student loans and stuff like even though biden just did that sort of anyway these are the people like well you you made a deal and you borrowed this money you should pay it back it's like yeah dude the united states made a deal we borrowed this money and we need to pay it back we weren't actually trying to borrow more money we're trying to just pay our debt and i understand that people want to cut spending I want to cut spending, too, but the things that they keep blaming are absolutely ridiculous. And as I pointed out not too long ago, 97% of the debt that the U.S. holds right now, we owed before uh, Joe Biden even took office. 
And mainly, a lot of that is because under the Trump administration, they borrowed so goddamn much money to try and start getting us out of COVID that it just skyrocketed the, natu- the national debt. And now our national debt is well above our GDP, which means that we might not ever be able to pay it all back unless we cut some spending. And that's all true. And that was all part of the deal they made last time when we raised the debt ceiling. But it doesn't change the fact that we still owe all this money that we have borrowed. We have to pay it back. And nobody in Congress or the Republicans in Congress didn't think that was a big deal. So they could not pass their own spending thing, especially these eight dipshits that are causing the biggest problem, the Freedom Caucus or whatever the hell they are. They just want like no more money to Ukraine. They want nothing but border security. And they, you know, just all all the money they're trying to cut, by the way. And I actually posted this on my Facebook page if you're interested. Not that I want to encourage Facebook use, but it's all about like taking money away from poor people. Like that's their whole thing. They want to take all the SNAP money away. Now, you know, you saw like Nikki Haley wants to raise the retirement age so people don't get their Social Security. Like that could be a discussion if you want. But like they're going after the wrong people because that's what Republicans do. I was talking to somebody about unions and why if a union's on strike, there probably is a pretty good goddamn reason for it. And that you should 99 times out of 100 always back a union because they will not go on strike unless they absolutely, absolutely need to. Because those are people that work for a living and they're striking against people that don't work for a living. They're striking against corporate entities. We almost had a strike here on, in New York not too long ago because the ferry, the Staten Island Ferry and all the ferry union workers and stuff for the Staten Island Ferry hadn't gotten a raise in 13 years. That's a really long time to work at the same job through nothing but inflation. And they're going through the exact same thing right now with United Auto Workers. People are complaining that United Auto Workers want a 40% pay increase. Yeah, man, because they took a pay cut during COVID and when and they took a pay cut when the, the when everything during the banking fiasco, when everything was going totally south for the car makers. Well, the car makers are posting record profits right now and nobody seems to give a shit about that. Like all these corporate entities and like venture capitalists and stuff, they're making millions and billions of dollars. And these people that are working the line are asking for an extra four dollars an hour and like one day off a week. One more day off a week. And people are like, why should they be able to work four days and I have to work five? Well, take it up with your own goddamn boss. If they're able to get it done in four days and it's worthwhile to pay them to do it, pay them to do it. It's not like these companies are struggling. And it's so funny because half of America and they're almost all conservatives and Republicans are like, why should we have to pay workers more money? Well, why should we have to pay venture capitalists and stockholders and CEOs more money? I say we get mad at them. Why pay them more money? Because they aren't taking less money, but we all like, oh, the workers shouldn't make more money. The workers should make everything. And I am no communist. I just live in the real world and have a goddamn brain, unlike pretty much everybody I ever have these conversations with, because they just don't understand. They're just not smart enough to understand how economics work or how the the working landscape works. And they certainly don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. And that's really what the problem is, because they just don't care. They don't care about anybody but themselves and what their little, little tiny brain can process on their own. Every time you see me pick a fight with somebody on social media, that's exactly what's happening. There are a couple people, well, I will take a minute 
and I'll explain something and I'll say this is this and this is this and this is this and that's fine. Everybody else that I just shoot down, it's because they don't have time to crack open their little walnut of a brain and try and squeeze at least junior high school civics into their head because they're not worth my time and they're not worth the trouble. But for some reason, they seem to have all this voice and say and people are listening to them. And now they're causing us to basically just throw away the House of Representatives because nobody is running it. And the reason nobody is running it is because the Speaker of the House dared to work with Democrats to get a deal done to prevent the government from shutting down. And that's the problem. Kevin McCarthy, who hates the Democrats, was forced to work with the Democrats, which are almost 50% of the House, by the way, and more than 50% of the country. He dared to work with Democrats to avert a shutdown, and these eight Republicans lost their goddamn minds, and they fired him for it. Because they would rather be all Republican all the time than work together across the aisle to solve our nation's problems. And as much as I hate, hate, hate seeing it from the super progressives on the left and never tolerate it, by the way. And I was never somebody that was like, never a Republican, never a Republican. I will say I will never vote for a Trump Republican ever again. They're liars, they're cheats, and they're just bad for America. And honestly, anybody that supports them is either too stupid to understand or refuses to open their eyes and man up and say that I was wrong. This dude is in criminal or civil court for fraud, and he's slamming the judge for it, right? He's mad at the judge because the judge is saying that he did something wrong. Yo, he did something wrong. He did something illegal. It is in black and white documents from his own company. This guy is a liar and a thief, and anybody from New York and New Jersey would have told you that if you had asked before the election. He is a liar. He is a cheat. He is a fraud. He is a scam artist. This is all true, and yet people are still willing to follow him. So, yes, I will never, ever vote for a Trump Republican for the rest of my goddamn life. But me saying never going to vote for a regular Republican makes me just as stupid as all the Republicans that say I would never vote for a Democrat. If that is, if those are words that are coming out of your mouth, this country does not need you. And we do not need your input at all because you are the problem. If you would rather just hold on to your team so hard because you would rather the Giants win than the Jets ever win a Super Bowl, not that the Jets are ever going to win a Super Bowl, but say Buffalo maybe, and you just would rather die than let another team besides, I don't know, the Islanders win the Stanley Cup. If you would rather die than that, if you would rather die as a Republican than, than get some help with Democrats that want to fix this country, then please do. Please just go ahead and die because we do not need you. You are a problem. You are a plague. You are a curse on everything that this country stands for. And honestly, I'm mad at you now because I wanted to talk about the fact that Biden is building, restarting, building the border wall, which I think is a huge and monumental step. And I think some good news for our country. And I wasted all my time talking about dipshit, dumbass Republicans that would rather be Republican than save this country. And if that's what you want... Please just go away because we would be so much better off without you. I know I would.